All right, everybody. Welcome in to another edition of Let's Get It. Chase Martos, Justin Helms. It's been a minute. It's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been almost a month since we've done a show, and we do apologize. It's been a crazy couple of weeks with mixing in some mm-hmm. some broadcasts that we've had to do for ESPN Plus as well as our classes and so we just haven't had a ton of time to what's that chase is trying to get a job in news and everything yeah trying to get i'm graduating in may so this is a this is a uh very busy time our time right now very busy so we thought we'd get together here on thursday april 1st and have a little have a little show with you guys today uh big news Deshaun Watson, that's been that's come up over the past couple of weeks. That's twenty-two women now have come out and said if you that have, if you haven't been following the story, basically, yeah, uh, Deshaun Watson gets a lot of massages, and he a lot of these masseuses. It's ironic. It's a they're all every one of the women has said that this has been a, a an instance where this happened where they were massaging him or they were supposed to be giving him a massage or whatever and they've all accused him of sexual assault like we talked about before a show a lot of them like there's stories that seem believable there's stories that seem kind of like out of left field where it's like whoa like that's that's crazy but at the same time like we don't we don't really know so we're not here to speculate or give you predictions we're just going to tell you like what's happening and so We'll go more into detail here in the next couple of minutes. Also, baseball season starts today, and as we record here on Thursday evening, it's the bottom of the ninth inning for the Braves. They're tied at two against the Phillies, and so we'll get into a little bit of that, what what we think about the season going forward, who's going to win the NL East. We want to remind you first to follow us on Twitter at LGI underscore podcast. And you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, uh, among other streaming sites. But okay, let's go ahead and dive into this Deshaun Watson thing. So the lawyer representing the women in this case. Tony Busby, I think said, that's the name. Tony Busby, yes. He... Let's just, he is a friend or a neighbor of the Houston Texans owner. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not, before I say this, I am not going to defend Deshaun Watson. I'm not going to dog Deshaun Watson. We're just going to go based off the facts. Our amendments tell us innocent and tell proven guilty. In today's world with social media, you are guilty until proven innocent. Very much so. Especially and in cases of sexual assault and rape, you're, yes, and you're, people are going to assume the worst when they hear that until that until um, you're proven otherwise. And so we have 22 women coming to accuse Deshaun Watson here of of sexual assault in massage parlors and. and You know, you you can't – we're just, from the very beginning, have been told to let it play out. Mm -hmm. And 
the more it plays out, the more concerning it gets for Deshaun Watson. It, it looks bad. It reminds me of um, probably three years ago now, because I think it was my senior year in high school. You remember the Me Too movement where it was like all those people coming out and uh, um, basically calling out like big name, famous people, actors, um, producers and stuff like that, mostly in the film industry at the time. Uh, basically just coming out a lot of women and actresses were coming out and saying like I've been assaulted by this guy I've been assaulted by this guy or that multiple have been assaulted by this one guy or multiple have been assaulted by this guy which um a lot of people got <laughs> lost their jobs and got blackballed out of out of the film industry from that and a lot of um I think Harvey Weinstein was the one that went to jail but yes He's the only one that I can remember that actually had jail time. But um, yeah, like this, this, this reminds me of this because it started off with one and then you had another that you had another. And then now it just seems like they come in groups. It's like, there's like two at a time or three at a time. Yeah. And at first, like when it came out, like it seemed like, dang, like I, it just seemed like so out of nowhere because like, if you watch football, Deshaun Watson seems like a guy who's done no wrong. Like he, he's, right. like, like he seems like a, a spot clean record guy, like doesn't, doesn't do anything wrong. Like he doesn't, he didn't even talk. He's, he's not even, even during the time where he was trying to get traded, he wasn't out there talking out about Houston. He's not a guy who really is going to come in the media and give you this big personality. Like he's kind of quiet reserved guy. Like he just does what he does. So for this to come out, it was just like crazy. And, and for, like here's I, I've again tried to let it all play out. I've tried to be okay, just let's not let's not jump on Deshaun Watson yet. Let's not say it's the end of his career yet. But his attorney yesterday in a statement said the women filing sexual assault lawsuits, we know Deshaun Watson had at least forty different masseuses in the past couple of years. That is an incredible amount of masseuses. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, most players have one, maybe two or three for their entire career. And Deshaun Watson's had 40 in a couple of years. That can't be a coincidence. Like it, when your own lawyer is saying that it, it can't be a coincidence. Usually, you know, if you're playing in Houston, but you live in Atlanta, you may have one in Atlanta. You might have one in Houston. You might have one where, I don't know if you have a vacation home somewhere. Most people, but. especially athletes, are not just going to be masseuse hopping. Like once you find one that you like, in in general, most people hit humans. It's like it's like finding a, a barber that you like. You're not going to be going to a bunch of other different barbers most likely all the time. You're most likely going to be going back to the one that you know does it right. So like for him to be having 40 in the past two years, like there's no way 39 of them were just messing up. And he was like, okay, I have to keep finding a new one. So that does that. That is very, very suspect. <laughs> very, very. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> These women aren't getting any, any money out of this either. They're just, they're just coming out and speaking out. They're not, they're not gonna, they're not trying to, to get out any money out of Deshaun Watson to, um, just to get rich off of him. They're not trying to, to blackball him or anything. It's it. They're coming out specifically because they said they've had an issue with it. And for Deshaun Watson, 
it's just getting worse and worse for him. And it's becoming harder and harder to defend him because 40 in, in two years, that number blew my mind. That number, first of all, how is there, I didn't even know there were 40 different massage therapists in one city. Yeah. I mean, how big is the city? And also, just why? <laughs> yeah, and, and and that was um now different women he didn't actually assault during massages. Eighteen different women he didn't actually assault during charges or during massages. Yeah. That's basically like saying I robbed ten. Somebody said you robbed ten banks, and you said no, I only robbed four banks. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what it means. And that's and that's what I I don't understand. Like why would and, and that's why I have to think, and this is what I said before the show, when you're thinking about it the other way, it doesn't make sense for Deshaun Watson's lawyer to come out and say that unless it's helping their case. Because like, like for, for what reason would you come out and tell everyone that when, it's, when it doesn't help you at all, like when it actually looks like it hurts you? So the only thing that I can think that maybe uh, Rusty Harden, that's the name of um, uh, Deshaun Watson's lawyer, I'm thinking that maybe he was thinking like, okay, this guy's had 40 masseuses. So what are the odds that 22 of them have been assaulted? Like, it seems like, it seems as like of right now, yeah, as of right now, those who come, that's who's come out. Exactly. I mean, it could, it could be more. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, well, well, that's not what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm like, I'm trying to get at is like right now. Yeah. So it seems weird. So it's like, that's well, that's what he's basically saying. Because if you get to the number 40, if you get up to 40 and you're saying 40 out of 40 got 40 out of 40 assaulted him every single, I mean, 40 out of 40, he assaulted every single masseuse. It becomes like, like every one of them, like either this guy is a complete maniac or someone's lying because 40 of them all had the same experience. Like it becomes starting looking suspect on their side. Cause you're like, that's what I was saying before the show. It's like, you have 40 of them in 22 are coming out and saying this and it like their their stories are kind of similar where it, it so that's what i'm saying and i'm trying I'm trying my hardest not to speculate because you don't want to speculate on each side but that's that's just what i'm i'm thinking the it's just getting harder behind, and harder to defend him exactly it and, and that's and even if he did processes behind rusty harden releasing that information because other than that i don't know why he would come out and say that that doesn't help Deshaun. well here's what was so questionable about it at the beginning was Tony Busby, neighbors with the Texans owner. Mm-hmm. And it happened. Friends with them and time. posting all of it on his social media. Like yep. lawyers don't post all of this stuff on social media. You're, and then you're not going to go to the Houston Police Department because you're afraid that he's going to, that they're going to defend Deshaun Watson because he is a staple of the city of Houston. Mm-hmm. Well, Deshaun Watson is if this wasn't going on, he'd probably be gone by now. Oh yeah. Or he would have been if gone in name, the next, in the next couple of weeks, he would be gone. If his name wasn't Deshaun Watson and he, and he had, he isn't the quarterback that he was, the NFL would have already given him his suspension. The fact that the NFL hasn't given him his suspension just is due to the fact that he's the player caliber that uh, a caliber player that he is, because if they were to jump the gun and give a guy like Deshaun Watson a, a suspension and then, things were to clear up and it looked like Deshaun Watson is actually innocent. That would look terrible on the NFL, especially with it being a player that everybody knows it would look, 
a little bit worse. It would still be bad if it was someone that like, like some random, some random player, but it, it would, it looks way worse when it's Deshaun Watson. And that was the other thing that came out that made it like, it was just such a weird timetable. Like Busby lives next to the owner right around the time that Houston is trying to trade him. So it's like a lot of things look fishy on both sides. You hear his lawyer say, well, he's been to 40 masseuses, but then, you know, the facts of like, well, the guy that's suing them happens to be the Texans neighbor and the Texans are trying to essentially get rid of Deshaun Watson because he said he doesn't want to play there. So it's, it's very, it's a very weird situation. And like you said, none of them have filed. Um, none of them have filed, have sued him for money. If under my understanding, my understanding is that a lot of them are civil cases and yeah. So, so none of them are actually trying to give him jail time. I'm not sure what they're trying to get out of it, but they're civil cases just to basically say, I guess it, it happened. I'm, I'm not sure what a civil case leads to, but the, that's and, what I found. And to that, okay, 18 different women, Watson's attorney says he didn't actually sexually assault them. Well, that still leaves four other women. Yep, and that was yes. so. With that logic, he still assaulted four other women. That was the one thing that, yeah, the uh, um, they came out and they found eighteen women that had given him massage and defended him or whatever. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. So that's yeah. I, I think it still doesn't match up because <laughs> eighteen people defending him and saying no, he did good is still never going to equal up to even if it was only 18 women right now that had accused him, even though it right now it's 22. Yeah. Even if it was just 18 women accusing him versus 18 defending him, we're still going to hear about those 18 accusing him a million times. And <laughs> it's, I, I'm just interested to see how this plays out because I don't care. I don't care who you are. You don't have 40 masseuses. You don't have 40 personal trainers. You don't have, 40 different quarterback coaches. I mean, it it just doesn't add up. And the more Deshaun Watson and his side talk, it just looks questionable. And I don't know, could this be the end of Deshaun Watson? If again, we're not trying to speculate, but if if these think if this goes forward the way that it's looking right now, is this the end for Deshaun Watson? And this is a type of thing that like like it, even once it's over, people are going to remember it and and still talk about it. Unless he just completely gets off scot-free, like absolutely they have proved that every last one of them was lying. And that and that even depends that that even depends on how they find out that if, if he is innocent, that even depends on how they find out he is innocent. When if it seems like it's if it's kind of done wrong or or seems like a few people were paid off or things like that, like people are still going to think of him weird and that's and this is where i want to get to the clip um we're going to play you like a 45 second clip of uh um i forget the name of this guy it was an espn clip where he's basically this guy is talking about the legal situation between um deshaun and everything that happened with the latest three women that accused him um literally like just yesterday <laughs> uh it was 18 yesterday or now it's 22 so actually it's been four since then i guess but here is what he had said and i will tell you what i think afterwards so what i kind of told chase before 
through mutual friends. One, two of the lawsuits were filed by women who say that they knew Watson through mutual friends. One of the women who is a full-time flight attendant and just recently completed her training as a massage therapist says she confided in somebody who happens to be an NFL player after her experience with Watson. She did not name the individual. She said this NFL player told her that there's a thin line between physical therapy and sexual pleasure. The NFL player said Watson crossed that line into sexual pleasure. That's according to the lawsuit. An interesting revelation uh, attorney Tony Busby will not just be looking at what these women are saying, but also what they confided in others, Al. And, and this is what I said to Chase about that, is that if Deshaun Watson loses the shiny gleam that he has on him in, in football fans in the NFL's eyes, because if you go down Twitter, it, it's impossible not to see. Most NFL fans and football fans are already writing it as Houston's trying to ruin his name. You know, like you've you've probably seen it on Twitter. Like it, it, like most NFL fans are people that are fans of Deshaun Watson or men and stuff like that. They're they're labeling it as, and a lot of them aren't the brightest. Exactly. So, but if he loses that shiny gleam of 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 what all NFL fans look look at him as and players and stuff like that, he is done. It does not matter. <laughs> it does not matter because they can new teams will sign him and they'll go to that locker room and that locker room will hate him. Like it's it's just simple. Like men, like a lot of these grown men, were from where they're from, they don't play about their moms and sisters and stuff like that. So for them to even think about something like that for this guy is out here doing this in these streets, like in these massage parlors and stuff, like he's not gonna last in those locker rooms. So it's very big that if this is fake, that Deshaun clears his name, and it's very big if this is real that Deshaun gets gone. So. It's not even guys in other locker rooms. It's the guys in his locker room. And I don't even know if he – it's coming at a terrible time for him because he's already said his goodbyes to Houston. Yeah, basically. He's already made it very clear he wants out. Yeah. And then they say they're not going to trade him. But, I mean, he might just sit out if they if they don't. And then, you know, now nobody wants to trade for him because he's – he might be got this case. Definitely got all these cases on him. And yeah, exactly. He might be so, so. So I'm just interested to see how it all plays out because it, it it's not looking good for him. It, it's it's hard to see how how he can come back from this. And if it is, if it does work out in its favor, then that's a shame on both on both ends. And you know. If he actually did this, then that's pretty disgusting. Yeah. But let's talk about something positive. Yes. Let's talk about something positive. The Braves are back. MLB is back. Opening day is today. It's the bottom of the 10th inning. Looks like the Phillies are about to win, but Oof. it's okay because the Braves have lost the past two opening days and have gone back to one the, win the division. We want to give you a little preview of – our thoughts on the NL East specifically for this upcoming season. So for me, um, I look at, I look at a team like the Mets, they've made a ton of different moves. Uh, of course, trading for Francisco Lindor, who was on the last year of his contract, getting him from Cleveland, one of the best shortstops in the game. They just signed him yesterday to a 10 year deal worth 
340 million. So he's there for a long time. They, they have the best pitcher in baseball and Jacob deGrom and, you know, they just consistently make moves. And for the Mets, they've made these moves. They have, they've spent money in the past. They haven't been afraid to spend money. And the thing that's killed them is injuries. Of course, Noah Syndergaard is constantly out. Uh, one of the, one of their pitchers, of course, they didn't work out for when they got closer. Edwin Diaz, of course, it didn't work out when um, with multiple free agent signings. But they have Pete Alonso at first base, who can hit the ball out of the ballpark whenever he wants to. Um, they have a ton of depth in the starting rotation. This is the first year where I really feel like the Braves have their work cut out for them in the East because they've really just run away from the, run away from them in the division. And if the Mets can stay healthy, they'll be right there. Yeah. I, to answer the question, will the Braves win the division? I believe so. I, I still think that they are the, the better team in the NL East. It's hard to say that they're just, the best now that you see what everything that the Mets have done and everything like that. But I still think that down the stretch, they will end up beating them out for that. To, like you said, it comes down to just staying healthy for a lot of these guys. Like you said, they've made some big signings and everything. We all saw the huge contract that um, Lindor got yesterday and the Braves just need to basically just buckle down and just, Eat it out, I guess. They Yeah, the Mets are really the, the only team that I truly fear. Of course, uh, the Phillies the Phillies have a really good lineup. They just re-signed Real Muto and Didi Gregorius. They already have Bryce Harper. Alec Brom already looks like a future star at third base. But the Phillies, the thing is, they just are consistently bad at fielding. They're terrible in the bullpen in the back half of their starting rotation other than Aaron Nola really is nothing that really scares you. And I would say this is still a 500 team. I mean, this bullpen and their inability to, to field is they don't concern me because they've had big names in the past. They have thrown out all this money and last year, with the way that the playoffs worked out, 10 teams from each division or each uh, the National League and the American League got to go to the playoffs because they expanded it for COVID reasons. I don't know how COVID and um, expanded playoffs have anything to do with <laughs> each other, but. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. And uh, the, yeah. And I, go ahead. I, I want to address this because everyone's going to. What about the Marlins? Because, like, you look at last year's numbers, they're, they're the ones that were right – not right behind the Braves, but they were the closest ones to it, and we, we haven't – like, no one said anything about them. Like like we have here, they got sent there in a COVID year. Like, they were not – they were not really a playoff team. They made it based off of the new rules and the new regulations of that season. So and, – and they have a young team. I can't – I'm not going to trash they them. They are – but they're they're just they're not one of the teams that really concerns the Braves in the NL East. They were a seventh seed last year in the playoffs, which 
usually top five seeds, and it's going to go back to that this year. They are the ones that get in, and the Phillies were not one of the five teams last year, and to me, they didn't do enough in the offseason. It's like they're the team that that gets these big-name guys. They spend a ton of money, but they don't spend a ton of money in the right places, and they spend it on hitting and getting some power in the lineup. They don't spend it on uh, positions of need, such as the back half of their rotation and the bullpen. And they've never been able to develop a ton of talent out of their farm system. They haven't drafted well in the past. I know a lot of guys from them in the past that they have had a lot of high expectations for just haven't worked out. Uh, Dominic Brown was one a couple years back, was one of their top prospects, and I haven't heard anything from him since. Um, but to your point about the Marlins, it they have a lot of young talent. Of course, Sandy Alcantara and Sixto Sanchez will be one of the best one-two punches here the next couple of years. But it's still a young team, and the fact that the NL East is just so deep with uh, the Mets making all their moves, the Braves haven't gone anywhere. In fact, they've actually, you could argue, have gotten better. The Nationals are still right there. They kind of had a World Series hangover in 2020 um, with, with how things worked out. They just, they should be back. They'll be good. They'll compete for a wild card spot, maybe, but I don't see them really challenging the Braves or the Mets in that NL East. But for the Marlins, I just think that it's a bad time for them. I don't think that they'll be a bad team this year. I, I think somewhere between 75, 75 wins at the highest, maybe 70, 75 would be the best bet for them. But other than that, I just don't I don't see them being able to compete this year. And for the Nationals, I, I think that they can get as high as the mid 80s and as low as the mid 70s. So I want you to answer the question. Will the Braves okay. win the division? Yes, I, I do think they will win the division. I think they will win 94, 95 games this year. They're, this lineup is one of the best in baseball. One through this is this is one since they added the pitcher back in in the in the lineup for the National League. I I will say one through eight they are dangerous. You have Ronald Acuna. I think Ronald Acuna can get forty home runs and forty stolen bases this year. He's been close. He got twenty twenty last year in sixty games. That is. That is very impressive. And you have him leading off. Ozzie Albies has gotten better every single year. Freddie Freeman is the best first baseman in baseball. They re-signed Marcelo Zuna for four more years. He led the National League in home runs. Travis Darnot had a strong year. Dansby Swanson also is getting better. He's nice bottom-of-the-order guy. Austin Riley, I, I still question him if he'll be able to hit the slider, if he'll be able to swing and miss or stop swinging and missing so much. 
but that lineup is great. And the thing that held the Braves back early on last year was their pitching, their starting pitching. They had one of the best bullpens in baseball as well last year, but their starting rotation, Mike Soroka goes out early August with a torn Achilles. So they're already without their ace for most of the year. Max Freed came out of, I won't say came out of nowhere, but had a breakout year last year. Came in third in the Cy Young Award for the National League or best pitcher in baseball. He, I mean, every time he went out, it was almost a guaranteed win. And then, you know, it, that three, four, five, they didn't really know what to expect, like what you were going to get from them. And then they bring up Ian Anderson towards the end of the season. And all he does is go and throw two straight shutouts in the playoffs. And then, of course, you have, um, so this year you're getting Mike Soroka back in mid-April, recovering from that torn Achilles. You go out and you sign Charlie Morton. You go out and you sign uh, Drew Smiley, who, I wasn't a fan of that signing. Still, I'm not. He has a lot to prove to me. But if he doesn't work out, you have Bryce Wilson uh, that can be that fifth starter. And so you're going to – you could potentially have Ian Anderson being your fourth starter this year. I mean, that that rotation is going to be great. I think that the Braves are going to be one of the best teams in baseball. I think 94-95 wins is very realistic. and depending on how well how well the Mets do, because I think that they they have the potential to get up to 90, 91 wins. So I think it's going to be tough. I think if the Mets can stay healthy, then they will be, it will be neck and neck, which the Braves really haven't experienced um, since, since they started uh, winning the division back in 2018. They've really just run away with it, ran away with it around – June for 2018 and 2019 and basically from the beginning of last year and so for the Braves I I think they're we're at a point for the Braves where it is World Series or bust every year yeah, that's what I was about to say you, you <laughs> came in game crazy. seven what'd you say hearing all that's what I was about to say hearing all your high praise of everything the Braves have done how you said they've they fixed the pitching or or addressed it um after that seemed to be the downfall last year, how far do you think they will actually go? Since you've said they will end the division, how far do you think they'll go past that? It's all about who gets hot in the playoffs. I, I think that they – look, they, they were one win away last year from going to the World Series, and they didn't have their ace. I mean, that's – they didn't have Mike Soroka going for them, and – you know, they were one game away from going to the World Series. If they go to the World Series, they probably win it because they're a better team than the Rays. The Dodgers were the better team, but if the Braves had everything in in the first four games worked out. The Dodgers were a better team, but the Braves were up. <laughs> the Braves exactly. were, were up. Everything there. worked out in the Braves' favor in the first four games, except for game three. Okay. Dave Roberts does some questionable things for the Dodgers and the bull, managing the bullpen. The Braves get some late home runs, game one and game two. They win the game. 
game four, Bryce Wilson, who has been consistently terrible, honestly, in his first couple of years, getting starts here and there, goes out and pitches the game of his life in game five and or game four rather and just annihilates the Dodgers hitters I mean things were just looking up for the Braves AJ Minter goes out and starts and they have a little bullpen day he all he does is go nine up nine down like if you have Mike Soroka fully healthy the Braves probably win the World Series that year and that's what makes it hurt a little more is not only did they choke, but they choked not at full strength. And so when you're up three to one on a team, I don't care how much better they are than you, you have to close the door. Thanks. But they have that opportunity this year and they have the potential to be right up there with the Dodgers and the Padres and um, you know, the teams in the NL that that are going to be competing for a World Series, and I think that the Braves very well could win that. They got over that barrier of they finally won a couple playoff series last year, and, you know, that is something that hadn't happened since, I believe it's 2001, since was the last time, or 2002, that the Braves had not moved on. And now, now they have that opportunity. Now they've done it before. They've gotten to that NLCS. They've gotten a taste of that. And in Freddie Freeman's final year of his contract, which I just pray that Alex Anthopoulos, general manager for the Braves, decides to re-sign him. Alex Anthopoulos has basically made the right decision every single time. So I will trust him. I have cheered for teams that have had terrible GMs. And so I know a bad GM when I've seen one. And Alex Anthopoulos is not that GM. You as well with <laughs> with TD at the end of his career. Yeah. But, you know, I, I yes, I think that the Braves can win a World Series this year, and I'm not being a delusional fan. They really are one of the best teams in baseball. They've They've been up there. And 94-95 wins is not a not a old prediction. It's just a prediction. Mm. So I think that the Braves will win the division. I think that the Mets will be the first wild card team. I think that we're gonna put that in quotes. 90 wins is not a bold prediction. Hey, 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 no, hey no. Okay. <laughs> what did I tell you last March when Bucks signed Tom Brady? What did I tell you? Yeah, I, I'll give you that. I give you that. I, I said the oh, Super Bowl runs through Tampa, Florida. I wish we had a recording of that because you did say that. I won't lie. I, I know, and <laughs> he did. He did come on here and say the Tampa, the uh, the Super Bowl runs through Tampa. Blah blah blah. I remember at the time, and at the time, like you were joking, but you were dead serious. <laughs> like 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 you said it in a joking <laughs> yes. manner, but like he was not playing. He was dead serious, and I and I remember at the time I was like you're. I called it premature, basically, just like way too early. You can't do this, but yeah. It, but I, we'll, I do we'll, have more. We'll, I have more confidence in the in the goat than I do. I love the Braves, but I have more confidence that the goat can lead to a world to a to a Super Bowl than I do that. Guys cool. that haven't played for a World Series can get over that hump. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm going to say that I think that the Braves will win that first. I think they'll be in the NLCS. But as far as the rest of it, I won't make any predictions. You said you're saying guaranteed they'll make it NLCS. Yes. That you don't know. Write that down. (laughs) They are going to the NLCS. You know what? They're going to the World Series. Yo! Write it down. <laughs> Write it down. I, I'm one for one on these predictions, okay? <laughs> I, I am I am still riding high off of my Super Bowl win. And Georgia's going to win the national championship. Okay, I'm, not, okay I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Okay. Yo! Yo you're Braves out are going thought. to the World Series, though. Write it down. Write it down. Don't write the Georgia part down, no, I'm, please. I'm, 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 Write that down. I'm not writing that down. <laughs> and my mind for a second there.